Welcome to the Catch Some Soul Shine podcast, and I'm your host, Dawn Renee Beauvais. I'm here to share drastic self-care measures that will help empower you to awaken brilliance after life's darkest moments. I've discovered countless measures that help heal and transform you so that you can live a joyful, empowered life without feeling trapped in the past, without clinging to the opinions of others, and without fear of vulnerability in a community setting. I'm so glad you're here. So grab a cup of coffee because it's time to catch some soul shine. This is my 17th recording of this episode because I've had all kinds of technical issues, but it's so important. I know I have to get it out to you. It's all about your soul purpose, nurturing it with passions, talents, and your altruistic self. I mean, that's a big one. So my sole purpose is to spread this podcast out amongst people who want to grow spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, mentally. And that is why I'm not giving up. I keep recording over and over and over. And I pray, pray that the mic is working this time because I don't want to record it again. I really want to do um, a dive into this whole subject of soul purpose because I had the notion that you're born with a soul purpose. That's your soul purpose. It's one thing and that's it. And as I started really looking into it, I don't believe that anymore. I think our soul purpose can evolve and change as we do. Let's talk about talent. Some people believe that you're just born with this amazing talent at something. That's why you're so um, well-known or famous or making such an impact on the world. But that may not be entirely true. I do believe that certain people have certain talents that are more advanced than others in areas of our lives. For example, Mozart, famous composer wrote his first symphony at the age of eight. Very talented. Not many people could do that. Leonardo da Vinci, who painted the Sistine Chapel, he was very artistically talented from a very young age, and not just with painting, with a lot of different mediums. He sculpted, he painted, and there aren't very many artists that are multifaceted and so advanced in uh, many different modalities like he was. People that are very talented musically, people that are talented athletically, people that are talented with knowledge and, you know, memorization and numbers, so many things. Recognizing your talents is really good. Now, I might be talented in something and it doesn't align with my sole purpose. So I'm not going to expand that, right? I might be good with math, but I don't really like doing math. So math kind of goes out the window. So what's your sole purpose? Your sole purpose or your passion? What's your passion? Your passion is something that's deep within you that gives you this feeling of satisfaction, gives you peace, harmony. It aligns with the things that you love to do. The key is to find the passion and then find some type of talent 
and merge the two together. So I'm very passionate about sharing knowledge. That's why I started this podcast. I'm very passionate about art. I love doing art. So how can I merge the two? My first podcast was with a fellow artist, Lynn Mazzolini, and it was about the art-infused life. Lynn's off in Italy living her best life, and I was faced with the challenge of, do I start a new podcast all by myself, learning all the tech, or do I just let it go? So that passion inside of me was ignited when I did the first podcast with her because I realized how I love talking to people. I love sharing ideas and talking about things and educating people. So I had to lift my talent, learn technical things about podcasting, learn softwares, learn about mics, learn about editing, and I've merged those two together to create this podcast, Catch Some Soul Shine, Awakening Brilliance After Life's Darkest Moments. And that's what I'm doing. I'm awakening my brilliance after life's darkest moments. And I've had quite a few of them, as many of you know. I think it's really important that we talk about this so that you can take a look within and see what are some of your talents. What are things that you like to do? How do you, how do you nurture those talents, right? My mentor and coach and friend, Jessica Hughes, who is an artist, she has evolved and discovered that writing, writing her future reality has been something that has completely shifted her whole being, her whole life. And she's doing this write it real experiment where you can participate and write your own future, write it real for yourself. And I had been talking to her a little bit about my ripple experiment. And then I thought, oh my gosh, how crazy is that? Like I've been planning my ripple experiment. She's doing the write it real experiment. We're just in flow together. And that's how it happens. When you get in that flow state where everything's just coming to you, you know that you're aligning your talent with your sole purpose. If you want to know more about the Write It Real experiment, I will have a link in the bio. When you talk about talent, think about what can you do to elevate your talent. So one of the things that I do is practice. I make it a daily practice to work on my art practice. I take courses and classes. I'm actually in a class right now with Jane Belante Art. She has a program for art journaling, which is imperative for an artist. I've been art journaling forever. It's like I started art journaling before I started writing journaling, just making little sketches. And she has a unique spin on how she does her art journaling and has provided education and classes on that. And I love her class. I will also have a link for that in the comments. You can check that out as well. You know, doing these practices has elevated my talent. I take, I've taken uh, numerous courses online to learn various techniques and grow as an artist. And my art is evolving. So then I thought, how do I merge my passion with my talent? And that's when I came up with the Ripple experiment where I can share artwork 
throughout the world, have it ripple out and ripple back in because it's all about ebb and flow. We put them out, we get them. You ever think of a pendulum? When the pendulum is still, there's not much growth. But when the pendulum swings back and forth, it's so interesting. But you do have to have that ebb and flow. Giving out, receiving. When I think about a soul purpose, was watching Kara. She always was posting her vacations and traveling across the world and, you know, just sharing that. And I thought, oh, that's so cool. I love to see where she's going and what she's doing. And they would have events during their travels. And a couple of years ago, she was on this vacation with their best friends and her husband and the other man got caught up in a riptide, swept them out to sea. Um, Her husband lost his life and it was very traumatic and tragic. I watched that unfold on social media. And the next thing I know, I see her traveling again. I mean, it took a little time, but she decided I'm going to go by myself. And she continued traveling. And fast forward to now, she has a travel agency. And that's an an example of how we can take a passion, something that we love to do, mirror it with our talents, her talents of organizing and putting these trips together. And now she's flourishing as a travel agency. And I love that because I feel like we're drawn to people that mirror the things that we love. I reached out to her recently about some travel plans for an art retreat, a spiritual art retreat. So that's coming. How cool is that, right? And then you think about, well, what is my altruistic self, right? What is an altruistic self? An altruistic self is something that you have to examine. What are your core beliefs? What are your political affiliations? What are your religious affiliations? What do you believe about parenting? What do you believe about spirituality? Those are your core beliefs and those align with your altruistic self. And we're all different. We all have different core beliefs. They may be similar, but they're different. So get in touch with those core beliefs and then you can develop your passions further. So my daughter is an avid hiker. She lives in the mountains and she loves going out and hiking. And we went to visit her one year and I thought, well, I'm going to, I'll try and do a little hike with her. And she said, well, it's a little challenging, mom, but not bad. I think you'll be okay. Halfway up that hike, I'm thinking, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And she goes, oh, just keep going. You're going to love this. And we got to the top of the mountain there were these free range cattle. The sun was bright and beautiful. The sky was blue. It was the perfect temperature. There were cows roaming all over on the the top of the mountain with us. We sat down on a log, had a sandwich, and I did this panoramic view all around where we were sitting and this just beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains surrounding us. And it was awe-inspiring. And then I thought, I get it. I get why she loves doing this. It's incredible. But had I not said yes to the experience, I may have missed that. And if I wanted to further develop that as a passion, I could go and do more hiking. Wherever you are, there's hiking trails in Ohio, Not maybe not 
quite the extent as Asheville. We have natural parks around here that you can go to. Even in the city, they have beautiful hiking trails that you can see. We have a little quarry near our house. My granddaughter calls it the rock quarry, and I've taken her there to explore, and she loves it. So that's just an example of things that you can do to increase your passion for something. Try something new. I've been exploring different things in the art world, um, collage, which is something new for me, working with different mediums like alcohol ink, different substrates, and learning and taking classes, and that's how you elevate your talent. You try new things, things that you like, things that you don't. When I think of Leonardo da Vinci, yes, he was very, very talented. But what you may not know is that he went to great lengths to increase that talent. He dissected cadavers, which was unheard of, and it was actually illegal. So he took a huge risk to learn everything he could about the anatomy of the human body. He would study his subjects for hours, making different sketches before he even attempted to do a painting or an outcome. He would study water flows and ripples, the flight of birds for hours. That's how he honed in on his skill and developed it to become one of the greatest painters of all time. He painted the Sistine Chapel and it's absolutely gorgeous and breathtaking. But that's how he aligned his passion of art with his skill and learning and evolved to become this famous muralist. When you think about your sole purpose, it's ever-changing and growing and evolving. When I first had kids, I thought, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what I was born for. You know, I my whole 20 years before that, no, this is it. This is what I was meant to be. A mom was one of the greatest gifts that I could have. It was a huge sole purpose. And then I grew and I evolved. And then I realized it's more than that. I thought, I'm here to help people who are on their recovery journey or struggling with substance use, help them evolve and grow and change. And I thought, this is my sole purpose. This is it. Then I realized, no, it's more than that. It's bigger. And then I started looking inward, figuring out what lights me up, what gives me so much joy. And I started painting and drawing and learning. And then I thought, oh, This is my sole purpose, just to be an artist and put this art in the world and and share it with everyone. And then I realized, hmm, it's more than that. And then I started doing this podcast and I thought, oh, that's it. That's my sole purpose, to spread soul shine all over and talk to people and educate. And then I realized, hmm, it's more than that. And so now I'm realizing My sole purpose is a collective of all these different parts of me infused into one huge purpose to ripple out and change the world. Positive energy, love, support, giving. I've always liked giving and I have a, a gift closet. That's when I started thinking, huh, what can I do that I can ripple out into the world, give and receive? And that's when I developed the Ripple Experiment, which I'm still developing, but I've been writing about it for a while and I'm manifesting it and it's coming into fruition. Really involves, you know, gifting people prints of artwork 
and then bringing them into this collective community where we can share our talents, spread joy to one another. And I'm so excited about it. I know it's going to be really big. So when I started recording this podcast um, for the 17th time, I've had all kinds of problems. And I thought, why am I having so many problems recording this sole purpose podcast? I don't get it. My mic was wrong. I had no sound. Um, the video quality was off. I put it in a new editing program and it messed it up and I couldn't figure out the editing program. Then I just gave myself a timeout. I went to my room, did a 15 minute meditation, came back and now I feel enlightened and I feel like this is the exact podcast that you need to hear. And that's why those other seven went by the wayside. What can you do to hone in on your sole purpose? Try different experiences. Do something different. Go on a vacation by yourself. Maybe just go out to eat by yourself. Go to an opera. Go on some different hiking trails. Try new foods. Try new exercise programs. Do the Write It Real experiment. Participate in the Ripple experiment. I'm so excited about that one. Read. Write. Creativity is such a big part of brain enhancement and development that it's not surprising to me that all of the things that can help you find your soul purpose involve some type of creativity, whether it be knitting like my husband does, or writing, or singing, or dancing, artwork. They're all part of the creative self. To grow our soul purpose, it's really imperative that we grow that creative side within so that we can shine bright and take us through some of life's darkest moments. Painting has been a saving grace for me. I've used it through the loss of my son and Brian and Willie, and it's always helped propel me and get me through to the other side. I think it's also important that we realize you do have to stretch your comfort zone. Self-belief will come if we face our fear and go outside of the comfort zone and just try new things and build confidence. The more you practice, the better you get. It's that way with everything in life. I hope this has inspired you to go out, do some digging, some self-reflection, look within and try and find and hone in on that sole purpose so that you can shine bright for others. If you want to be a part of the Ripple experiment, get on my email list. There's a couple easy ways to do that. One, you can get a 5 by 7 print at dawnbovetprints.com. And two, you can get a free affirmation journal. And I have that link in the comments too. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. Oh, I wanted to share about my friend Mary too. Mary um, found the love of her life several years ago, always posting about their journeys and what they're doing and where they're going. And, and she's just always lifting him up. And he does the same for her. He gets her flowers all the time. He was a police officer. He has since retired. And she started getting involved with all these service organizations for the police officers. And she's just such a powerful force. So she combined her love of helping others with focusing on the police force and how she can serve. She's just rippled out. I think that's just a big part of her sole purpose. I'll leave you with one final example, and that's Jennifer Hudson. 
I don't know if you remember her from American Idol. In about 2003, she was on American Idol. She got voted off. She was like seventh place. And I thought, oh my gosh, she's so good. How could they vote her off? Right? But they did. Three years later or four years later, she was acting. I'm thinking, I never knew Jennifer Hudson acted. Her sole purpose enlarged, right? And she was starred in the movie Dreamgirls and she was nominated as Best Supporting Actress. And she won that category. And not only did she win that category, her career exploded. She was the youngest African-American woman to win a major acting award ever. She's become so influential, her sole purpose has expanded. And that's just an example of how don't let things derail you that don't go the way you think they should or the way you, th- you have anticipated that they would. Just keep moving forward and your sole purpose will evolve and change as you do. I hope you've gotten something out of this, and I hope that you reflect deeply on your sole purpose, meditate about it, pray about it. What are your core values? Write those down. Think about who you want to help. Hope you'll take some time to reflect on this, share some comments about what you've learned, and then go shine. Ripple on, folks.